0: What's up everybody it's your favorite coach coach Vaughn and you are tuned in to the friend in your head podcast formerly known as the coach Vaughn podcast now yes it has a new name but it's still the same hard-hitting heart-to-heart show with honest discussions about all aspects of life Okay, love, relationships, all of that. You know how I do. One on one, from my mouth to your ears, I'm going to be dishing out practical advice for everyday life so we could get through this crazy journey on this earth together. So, are you ready? Are you ready to learn and grow and feel good and laugh and giggle and all of that? All right, well, let's go. One on one, baby, let's go. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Friend in Your Head podcast where I dish out practical advice for everyday life. I am your favorite host and favorite comedian, but most importantly, friend in your head, Von DiCarlo, aka Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and my favorite new edition, TikTok, at Von DiCarlo and use hashtag Coach Vaughn, V-O-N, V-O-N Whenever you're discussing anything on my social media that has anything to do with my podcast, anything that you heard about on the podcast, anything you want to hear in the future on the podcast, use hashtag Coach Vaughn and I will see it. And of course, you can get links to all my social media by going to friendinyourhead.com or if you already have Coach Vaughn. .com saved in your browser, that's fine. It's going to take you to the same page. The podcast has a a new look, a new name, but it's still pretty much the same. It's me in your ears, in your head, in your mind, being um, a friend. And you're being a friend back by listening. So thank you. Uh, And thank you to all of my supporters. Shout out to one of my friends from back in the day, like real life friends, uh, Panda. Uh, She's online. I believe it's Andrea Quinichek. I don't even know if she wants me to promote her social media or whatnot, but she does follow the podcast. And she recently became a supporter. And I cannot stress to you guys how special that is when you see somebody from home from back in a day supporting you because look it's let me be real real quick I love support and I love shouting out my hometown and talking about where I'm from and as as a black American we all know like you all you have to do is listen to our music to know that we are very proud people and very proud of our heritage, where we're from, uh, where we're from legitimately from like where we were born and where our ancestors are from and our heritage from Africa and slavery, et cetera, et cetera. But what, what just dumbfounds me is sometimes you don't get that support back. Like they said, you know, Jesus couldn't heal people in his own hometown just because they didn't believe. Right. They're like, who? Jesus, son of God, the healer. You talking about the carpenter? Yeah, he just he just fixed my table. What you talking about? Those people that don't believe in you until until later. Like those same people that was like, Jesus, who, you know, if they were alive right now would probably be wearing crosses around their necks. I'm, I'm just generally speaking. We don't really know, of course, but just saying like, sometimes people don't support you right out the gate when you need the support. Most of all, like, I think it's great. Cause you know, you guys, I, I have commercials running, I book. I book commercials, I'm a commercial actress. And the first commercial I ever booked was the early 2000s for Comcast. And I've been on on and off TV and different aspects of the world of entertainment since the early 2000s when I came into New York City to start on my journey in the entertainment field. And I, I just, I find it so disheartening that a lot of people especially like I'm I said people that know you or people from your hometown they don't support you where you need it the most. I think it's great that I'll see people from my hometown or my followers or people who who um check for me posting, "Oh, Vaughn is in a GNC commercial" or "Hey, my most recent Vaughn is in a Match.com commercial, et cetera, et cetera. Or like when I was on a breakfast club, everyone's like, oh, Vaughn is on a breakfast club. Those are great moments of support. And I don't want to come off as ungrateful at all because I appreciate any slight smidget of support. I seriously do. Because in this business, you really need all the support you can get. But what's painful is... When you don't see any of that support where you need it most, right? So for Breakfast Club, for instance. I'm on the Breakfast Club. That's great. Angela Ye is dope. She supports me as a, a a comedian, as a woman in this business. You know, she is all about girl power. She had saw me. I knew Angela already, from the industry, from radio and all of that stuff. And um, she came to one of Donnell Rollins shows that I was hosting for Donnell at Caroline's, which I always have an amazing time hosting or featuring at Caroline's, especially for Donnell. Donnell is an amazing comedian. If you ever have a chance to check out any of his shows when he's headlining, definitely do that. It's well money spent you will laugh your patooties off but anyway she came to I think it was the last show of six over the weekend and I had told her that you know good to see you da da. small talk small talk I'm and um she was like it's so great to see women comics because there's just you know you don't always see female comics and they don't always get shine or whatnot and i had just uh told her about that i just started my nba show and i was the first woman first comedian and first woman to have her own show on the nba channel on siriusxm so we talked about that for a little bit and then shortly after she invited me in to the breakfast club and it was a great moment. It was, it was a great thing to do. She, she asked for a copy of my book, Speak Fluent Man. We talked about that and the, the, um, the, the whole nine while I was there. And I saw people from my hometown posting like, yo, Vaughn's on the Breakfast Club, blah, blah, blah. That's great. But I legitimately was promoting um, my, I think I was headlining carolines at the time uh, i think i was promoting that and we were talking about my book promoting my book etc i didn't see anyone talking about well they you know hometown aren't they're not going to drive six hours to come to my show so i understand that but at the very least they couldn't be like oh yeah and buy her book uh, support her stuff online follow her on instagram but it was just like no someone we know is on breakfast club i get that that's cool but I, you know, it's, it, it really breaks my heart because sometimes I do see support, you know, they're like, oh, such and such from hometown is a football player or doing a rap album or whatever. If what I'm saying is if you're going to support a local artist, let me just get to the point. If you are going to support a local artist, don't do it in times where or let me rephrase that. Don't just do it in times where the light is shining on them on a huge platform of of whatever sort. Help to shine the light on them when the light is dim, when they're trying to push something. Like, for instance, my podcast, I love that doing this podcast. I feel like I can make you giggle and um, at the same time, make myself and yourself think and grow, and what what better content is there than that? Get a good laugh, giggle, giggle, thought-provoking, maybe change some perspective or learn a new thing. What's better than that, right? So I have, across all my social media platforms, I have uh, close to, I guess, 50,000 people when I tell you, I do not have 50,000 people listening to this podcast right now. I love every single ear that is on, that I am reaching right in this moment. Do I want to increase it? Absolutely. Who helps you do that? The people that know you and support you in the moments where the the light isn't as bright is so important because it's you, the people, that brings more shine. So anyway, I went on a whole soapbox, and that's just to say, I was so, you know, my heart was full every time I get a notification of a new supporter. And like I said, you can support on, on the website i think it's like and and the 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 app where the place where i house my podcast they take a percentage etc cetera, etc cetera. so you might think oh 99 cent isn't that much a percentage is being taken out but but no i don't care if it's a quarter or a quarter of a million or anywhere in between it's helping to keep the ball rolling on the podcast so when i whenever i get notifications uh, of a new supporter, it warms my heart, and it especially warms my heart when I saw my uh, one of my old besties come through with the support. It really, honestly did. So, I just wanted to take a moment out to say thank you to her and to all of you guys that are keeping this ball moving because that what else is there like we only have each other right now. We, I'm I seriously love you guys. You have no idea how much I really appreciate being able to talk to you guys every week because honestly, a lot of times as I'm talking to you, I'm definitely talking to myself, right? You ever do that when you're tweeting or whenever you're you're doing something online? Nine times out of 10, you better believe if I'm saying it, I'm saying it to us. I'm not just saying it to me. I am saying it to us. So again, with us in mind, I just want to say thank you. And I, I shouldn't just call out one name, right? So let me just take a second and see if I can find the list. Where's my... um? Here it is. Here's the list. So I'm um, shout out to my most recent supporters, Raina, James, D, Joseph, and my hometown friend from she's from ohio but then she lived in pennsylvania for a while which is how we became friends and then we used to roll back and forth you know ohio that that stretch of pennsylvania on that side of pennsylvania not the philly side the the wonderful side no i'm just kidding philly is cool too but the pittsburgh side you know that pittsburgh west virginia ohio side we used to roll me and panda used to roll back in the day and I I just, again, I love it. Anyway, moving on. Today, I wanted to talk about uh, domestic violence, double standards. If you guys had a chance, uh, which a lot of you have, to check out my post on Instagram about the situation with Tahiri and Vado on marriage boot camp, I just was taken aback the very first time I saw the episode where Tahiri threw apples at Vado's face, I was tripping. I was like, what is happening here? I seriously thought that when she threw those apples at his face, not one green apple, two hard, ripe, deliciously juicy apples Picked him up off the table, and I swear, if any of the Major League Baseball teams need a pitcher, call to Harry because she threw a fastball, double, pow, pow, Cactus cock, 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 just cocked him in the side of his face with those apples. Uh it, it was unbelievable. And nobody blinked. Nobody. I was sitting there like, oh, clutch my pearls. Oh, my God. I thought everybody was going to run in. You know how they do on these reality shows when somebody gets out of line, especially where physical violence is it looks like it's about to go down when it look like it's about to really start going down they bring all here comes the producer and the security guards and all those big dudes rushing in so I'm thinking all these people are about to rush in and like snatch to Tahiri up like yo calm down violence will not be tolerated this is not appropriate you know what they did to Votto when he, not in that very moment, but later when they got into the group session, like just choked her up. So before we even get to that, let's just, let's just think about this for a minute, y'all, because I had a lot of people commenting on my Instagram about this, so let's ju- let's just take this little by little. Let's just start in the kitchen, because that's is that is exactly where I feel like the the producers, the the doctor. The, I forget, I keep forgetting his name, Doctor Doolittle or whatever is this name? Oh, Doctor Ish, perfect name. Because he was full of it when it came to this whole situation. But, um, and judge, uh, t- what, what, I, judge whatever her name is too. Everybody failed. Every person that is of any power, all the powers that be, and all the people in the house too. They, everybody failed Tahiri and Vado in this situation right there in the kitchen. I am never going to give a man a pass or legitimize him striking a woman, hitting a woman, retaliating and choking up a woman. I'm not going to ever do that. But what I'm also not going to do is give a legitimate pass to a woman that is clearly without a shadow of a doubt abusing a man or a child or a person or another woman or any other human being that is where I feel that this situation this double standard when it comes to domestic violence has got to stop and they failed the situation right there in the kitchen because the group session later, where Vado choked her up, would have never happened if they would have stopped everything right then and there. And I don't mean that in a sense that oh, he wouldn't have uh, retaliated. He, well, he wouldn't have had an opportunity to retaliate if they would have treated the situation the same way they treated it, uh, treated Tahiri and the whole situation after Vado did what he did in the group session, let's just imagine for a moment that, let's take it back to the kitchen. Tahiri throws one apple, pow, two apple, pow, cracks him in his face. Votto does what men are taught to do. Just sit there and take it. Don't move, walk away, whatever you gotta do, but do not retaliate and snatch this woman up. Uh, don't, don't, no self-defense, just lay there and bleed if she's stabbing you, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Um, so he, he did the man thing. He just sat there and, and took it. Let's just say the producers, the doctor, everybody rushes in and pulls Tahiri to the side and tell her to go to her room, lay down on the floor. On a baby mattress, like they did Vado, and think about what she just did, and then pull Vado to the side and was like, "I'm so sorry this happened to you." Start playing the, you know, tiny violin. You are a domestic violent, violence uh, victim. Music. Just start playing that music and telling him that he did not deserve what happened to him. Let's let's talk about his emotions and talk through the the violence that just has come upon him. Let's discuss let's just discuss this. And meanwhile, Tahiri, you're off in the bedroom by yourself to think about what you just did to this man's face. Right? Let's let's just start right there. Let's say hypothetically that happened. And then they put Vado in a power position where he gets to decide whether or not he wants to call 911 because they legitimately were like what Tahiri would you like to get the authorities involved do you want Vado to be arrested we're going to remove him from the house they treated Vado like a straight criminal and I'm not saying that all of that isn't legit but I we're not at that point in this conversation yet you know why we're still in the kitchen where Tahiri was allowed to throw two hard green apples at his face, and nobody said a word. Nope, nobody, not n- n- nobody. She just threw the apples at his face and kept it moving, right? And I I just think that right there and then is where everyone failed. Not just Vato, the victim of this, but Tahiri who is obviously a victim of her past circumstances and life, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel for her because I can relate to that mentality and just growing up in and around abuse, experiencing trauma and abuse as an adult in relationships, uh, young teenage years, high school years into college, into full adulthood. It's very relatable that mentality has been perpetuated into our society for a very long time, that no man can hit a woman under any circumstances, which I agree with a thousand percent. But the idea, they kept saying to Tahiri, you did nothing to deserve what Vado did to you. And I'm not saying that she deserved to get choked up and that he should have retaliated. I'm not saying that, but the idea that they perpetuated on that show, which is domestic violence is okay. As long as it's from the hands of a woman and not a man is 1000% wrong. I cannot roll with anybody on that. It's an insult. And I said this on the the post and I want to say it on the podcast again, because just because I have, um, what is it, close to 5,000 views and uh, uh, over 100 comments on this on my Instagram does not mean that everybody, everybody that's on my Instagram is not listening to this podcast and everybody that listens to the podcast is not on my Instagram. So if any if you are a supporter that does both, thank you and bear with anything that is repetitive. But like I said on the Instagram post, It insults us as women. Number one, we are not children. If men are expected to, if men are held in a higher standard, then that's not equality. Aren't we fighting for equality? Don't we want equality? What what happened to that? What happened to equality? Why does equality go out the door when it comes to accountability, when it comes to uh, balance, especially in domestic abuse situations? I don't care if you walked in and this is hard. This is hard to say because I know how I would want to react. But I don't care if you walk in with your man and his penis inside another woman's vagina in your bed that that is not a pass i mean i can understand it but it is not a pass to throw gas at them and light a match okay you are going to jail for murder or at least you should if that's the case we can't say oh she's a woman she's not held at the highest standards of emotions like men men are expected to be able to contain their emotions in any situation and and women are not. That is an insult to us, ladies. We are strong enough. We're not children that aren't capable of holding our apples. Did Tahiri have to pick up those apples and throw them at his face? No, she did not. She, she there it, as a mature adult, As a mature woman or man, you should be able to communicate your your anger, your frustrations, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I yell, I curse. And, you know, when I want to throw something, I'm not going to throw it at his face. If I have to get that energy out, maybe pick those apples up and throw them at the wall. But to throw them at his face. Wow. Nobody. Stopped her nobody made her accountable and the very first time I I saw this episode I wanted to do a post and I didn't because I said well maybe I mean it's a tv show and they have to build drama maybe they're waiting for a moment to say okay Tahiri what happened to you was unacceptable however What you did was unacceptable too. So let's discuss that because if, if you perpetuate the idea that it's okay for women to abuse men, like I said, one, it's an insult to us as women. We are not weak, childish children that throw tantrums and can't hold our emotions. If we're upset at a man and we just have to beat up on them. That's not who we should aspire to be as women. We i don't i'll speak for myself when i say i do not want to take advantage of the very unspoken beautiful rule that is there to protect us which says no man should put his hand on a woman for any reason in general i love that rule men are by nature built differently than women right even a a tiny man has man strength in comparison to a big woman with woman strength. And I don't want to get into the logistics and the technicalities of gender and roles and strength and all of that. Just generally speaking, that rule is there to protect us because physically men in general, generally speaking, are dominant and... We could be like wiling out on them or whatnot. And um, their strength can overtake us, just generally speaking. So why, as a woman, would I want to take advantage of that very, very rule that is there to protect us? And I have been there and and I am speaking from experience. Whenever I'm talking, y'all, I am not. I know I sound very opinionated, excuse me, opinionated. And I am. I admittedly am very opinionated. However, 99.999% of the time, I'm coming from my own life experiences here, all right? I learned at a very early age not to test a man because some men can't hold their emotions even though they're expected to. Some men, uh, uh, every person has their breaking point, right? And again, I am not excusing any man that retaliates, beats up on a woman, and, and, and in some cases, and this is part two of where I was going with this, one, um, it insults women and we are strong enough to hold our emotions and not just have temper tantrums and beat up on men and, and all of that. But two, it's very dangerous, ladies. It's very dangerous. Do you really want to try and find that man's breaking point? I have a, a um, TDJ, I think it's called, uh, in, in, I have a, a issue in my jaw from back in the day when I tested a man's breaking point and I found it. I'll be right back. It is time to ask Coach Vaughn. What up, Vaughn? It's your boy, Mike, a.k.a. mikey 87 on Instagram, and my question to you regarding this week's podcast is, obviously, Marriage Boot Camp failed Vado and Tahiri, like you had recently stated in your uh, Instagram post, but uh, how could they have better protected them from the situation that occurred. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Is she back? Is she (laughs) popping? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Friend in Your Head podcast. And shout out to one of my favorite supporters and followers on all my social media and a long time listener of my podcast uh, Mikey, King Mikey on Instagram uh, called in and had a uh, another really good question which is, I, I think I kind of already answered it which is what um, what do I think they could have done better to alleviate the situation between Tahiri and Vado on the show and I that's it there's the way they could have stopped that or made the situation better was right there in the kitchen as soon as she picked up those apples i mean cameras are rolling right they even it's part of the show that the the doctor and the judge are watching and monitoring and the the producers are always monitoring they have doctors on call like right on deck you got uh, emergency tech people, Every everything is right there on deck. So you can't convince me that they were not capable of alleviating that su- situation as soon as she picked up the apples and even looked like she was going to throw them at his face. Or at least the first one. Right? I mean, this is not nine eleven where the first plane hit and everyone was like, oh my God, it, this must have been a plane accident, what happened. And it wasn't until the second plane where people were like, oh my God, D- Jesus, help us. This is a legitimate terrorist attack. No, when Tahiri hit his face with the fastball apple with the first one, that the first one, we knew it was a domestic terrorist attack on his cheekbone, okay? I, you don't have to look too deep to find it so what could they have done they could have treated the situation the exact same everything that they did when it came down to putting Vado in check was a beautiful response to domestic violence and how that should be treated how that situation should be treated they just failed to do it for Tahiri when it was Tahiri's hands, when it was Votto's hands, they had the right response. They did They did everything that I would want them to do if it was me. If a man put his hands around my neck and went to choke me out, they, or or my daughter. I, don't forget, I have a daughter. However, it, I I don't have a son, but if Vado was my son or someone in my life that I love, and I saw I I don't care if it's a man, woman or whomever throwing apples at his face and and abusing him and verbally abusing him. I, I didn't even get into that side of it. But if I would, if that was my son, would I be sitting there like, well, son, you deserve those apples to your face? No, I would have wanted everything that they did for tahiri i would have wanted them to do for my son and had they done that well i mean it is tv we wouldn't have had so many episodes thereafter to to play out how domestic violence should be handled and treated which again they did a great job when it came to protecting Tahiri as a woman. And I love that. However, they did a horrible job at protecting Vado as a man, as a man that is a victim of domestic abuse. And they did a horrible job of making Tahiri accountable for her actions so that she does not repeat them. Okay. Sometimes when, not sometimes, but most times when our actions are praised or there are no consequences for them or the consequences for them are positive or 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 whatever then then those actions are typically repeated like i said i found out the hard way i got a little you know uh jaw situation you know little little jaw thing happening from uh, high school high school situation I was mad I I found out that my my boyfriend was cheating etc etc and we're in high school so I got books in my backpack and I pulled out the biggest book in the backpack which if you remember back in the day when there were books this what what was the biggest book in your bag the science book so I pulled the science book out and I was hitting him in the side of the head <laughs> with my science book and that was an uncomfortable laugh that was not a ha-ha. that's funny laugh. It was an embarrassing what was I thinking about laugh And I kept hitting him kept hitting him and he was saying, stop. I better stop, blah blah blah. Everybody has a breaking point. I wouldn't stop. He stood up uh over me and was backing me up, telling me to stop, and I kept coming at him, and I didn't realize that I was at the top of the staircase, and I hit him one good time in head again with that book, and he didn't hit me, he pushed me, or where I'm from is called a good old-fashioned mush, to the face, and I I don't know if he knew or, or realized, I mean, it was a very toxic, heated moment, Uh, that we were by that staircase but uh I went face first down that staircase after the mush and I live with that little click in my jaw every man has a breaking point every person has a breaking point we should at some point hopefully none of us have to learn the hard way because that's where I was going before I took the break and we listened to the Ask Coach Vaughn segment, not only, number one, is it insulting to us as women, but number two, is very dangerous. If we are going to perpetuate the idea that it's okay for women to hit men and men can't hit women, there's no excuse, there's no reason, da-da-da-da, and we are raising our daughters and our feminine creatures of the world are feminine humans that you can do whatever you want and he can't hit you back what what if that's what you believe what a surprise it's going to be for you if you run into that man who wasn't raised like that or just doesn't give a damn and will retaliate there, do, Are we going to act like there are not stories out there in the world of women that don't live to see the next day, to see their next breath after being the victim of a domestic violence altercation? And by all means, y'all, I am not saying that she deserved to get hit or lose her life. I am not. What I am trying to protect is not even walking in that fire. If you see flames coming out of a window, why are you walking into the building? And this is not a blame the victim situation either. I'm just saying, ladies, we are strong enough to not retaliate uh, our our disappointment, our, our hurt, our pain with physical abuse. Let's stop it right there. Let's let's do the man in the mirror thing or the woman in the mirror. I should say let's control ourselves. And now if this man is beating on you or hitting on you or emotionally abusing you and you're not doing it. But first of all, please find help. You need more than this podcast. Absolutely. Find the right counselors and and therapists and and domestic abuse shelters do what you can to protect yourself but let's start with the person in the mirror and let's say hey I'm not going to be an abuser so therefore I am not going to be attracting abuse into my life right can we can we start there Can we start there because we don't want to run into what if i would have not just gotten this click in my jaw what if i would have gotten brain damage i wouldn't even be here to be the friend in your head right now very dangerous lifestyle to to want to even be in a toxic situation right so let's work on ourselves in in creating a, a positive emotional environment for ourselves right so that we are attracting the right people the right men the right relationships uh, men and women friends and romantic relationships and everything above let's legitimately work on ourselves so that we are not being toxic or Attracting uh, Attracting (laughs) Attracting Toxic relationships Easier said than done But that's why we're here right To think learn and grow and giggle Uh, And you could certainly giggle At how many times We should count one day how many times I F up a word during a podcast (laughs) But just to further Illustrate my point Of how perpetuating the wrong ideas can have a trickle down effect we saw right there on marriage boot camp not even the next episode the same exact episode we saw the toxic relationship of corrupt and his wife go down and corrupts wife all emotion and deservingly so I mean corrupt is a handful I am not even going I'm not even going to try and touch on all the various aspects of why corrupt is probably the worst type of man to be in a relationship with I'm not even going to that's a whole nother podcast we'll do that another day Let's stick to the point of this podcast, which is the domestic violence double standards and how dangerous that can be. Same episode. Now, Corrupt was one of only two people out of all the castmates that I saw speak on the Tahiri Vado situation and say that Tahiri was wrong, that nobody should be putting their hands on each other, man or woman. Only two cast members spoke out and said that, and that was Corrupt and Phaedra. But neither one of them said it directly to Tahiri. So, and again, I waited. I didn't speak on this immediately. I waited until the entire season was over because I wanted to give the the show, the doctors, the judge, all the powers that be, and even the cast members an opportunity to say, hey, Tahiri be accountable for what you did being accountable for what you did and throwing those apples at his face does not excuse Votto at all for what he did not even a little bit but just to step up and say hey Everything that she said, choosing herself, being a strong woman, not accepting abuse in a relationship. All of that is a thousand percent correct. And I ride with you, sis. I Big hugs, big love. And I hope that she has grown and learned from the situation. But unfortunately, it sounded like in that very last moment in her her final speech uh, that she didn't. Because she was like, so what I threw apples at, at your face, maybe throw apples back. Hun, let be, let's be real here. If he would have picked up, if he would have stood up and threw two apples back at her face, it, the same scenario with how they treated him after he choked her up would have went down with the apples. The problem is not being accountable for your part. It does not excuse him, but I was hoping that at some point throughout the season after the Apple situation and the choking situation, at some point Tahiri would either, well, I I didn't believe that she would come to those terms on her own because she didn't show any any actions verbally or non-verbally that she thought she was wrong at all. So I was hoping that the, the powers that be, the doctor, the judge, the producers, other cast members, somebody will say, hey, by the way, don't you think maybe you should apologize for throwing those apples at his face? Because that, too, is domestic abuse and violence and violence should not be tolerated from anyone. No one should put their hands on anyone. Especially a woman that is adhering a to the unspoken rule or the very well-spoken rule. I, I got to stop saying unspoken rule. It is a rule that everybody knows. Men shouldn't put their hands on women under any circumstance. So you're proud that you're taking advantage of that? Come on. Ladies, we got to do better. We are absolutely stronger and better than that. But getting back to what I was saying, it, within the same episode, we saw Corrupt's wife standing over Corrupt, to, uh, uh, threatening him. If any man in that house was standing over any one of these women, threatening her the way she was threatening Corrupt, they, woo, woo, woo they would have called 911, go to the same jail hotel. Their vado was in but no 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 they didn't no one said anything not a word so what's the point i'm making well why shouldn't she stand over corrupt and make threats right why not why not we just told her in this very episode the, the, the producers, the doctors, the judge, everybody just showed that it's okay if abuse is happening in a relationship as long as it's from the woman. That's what they showed everybody watching it. So again, they failed everybody in that house. They failed everybody watching it that legitimately thinks that a doctor And a judge thinks that it is okay, that domestic violence violence is okay, as long as it's from the hands of a woman. Now, corrupt loses a lot of credibility because he is always drunk off that brown liquor. (laughs) Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. Corrupt. The things that he was saying was legit. You know, he was like, she's just because she's a girl doesn't mean that she's not dangerous. That was one of the best quotes. But it was coming from a man who was also having um, uh, withdrawals from brown liquor. So it was it was hard for people to see because they're like corrupt, just is trying to find any reason to leave the house. However, if you look at the actions of his wife, what he was saying was legit. I'm sorry y'all, at the end of the day, right is right, wrong is wrong. Domestic violence, abuse, hurting someone with your hands is wrong, whether they are feminine or masculine hands, man or woman, or alien. Keep your hands to yourself. Keep your emotions in check, and like I said, I get out of control sometimes, too, with my emotions. If someone hurts me, you got to get that hurt out, right? Throw the apple at the wall. Or maybe, maybe, like I said, maybe Tahiri should be (laughs) a Major League Baseball player. Maybe she'll be the first female legitimate (laughs) Major League Baseball pitcher for the Yankees or the Mets. I don't know. She's from the... Bronx right so maybe she's a, a Yankees fan whatever who knows you guys know what I'm saying maybe she should become a wrestler an ultimate fighter I don't know get your aggression out in whatever way you can but not on somebody's face I appreciate you guys listening thank you for being my friend coach Vaughn out That's it. Thank you for listening to the Friend in Your Head podcast. I hope it helped you because it sure helped me. And if you need more personal one-on-one time with me, all you have to do is go to CoachVon.com and click on Ask Coach Von one-on-one and then you'll have me all to yourself. Don't forget to follow me across all social media platforms at Von DiCarlo. Go to CoachVon.com for links to everything, including my stand-up comedy. Catch me in your town when you can. Until next time, see ya! Thank you.